Forging the future. I got the name now. I got it down. <laughs> For like three episodes, I couldn't remember it. But here we are, Forging the Future. Uh, Will here with Jesus, uh, doing our podcast, doing our thing. And Jesus, what's up, man? Yeah, today we have a very special guest for you guys. It's our first guest on this podcast, so you know it's going to be a good one. Uh, he's a radio host for Mojo in the Morning. You can listen to him on 104.5 WSNX and iHeartRadio. He is the co-creator and host of the Slightly Messy Show uh, slash podcast. He has over 16 years of experience on air. You might know him as On Air Mike. Uh, let's welcome Mike Aguilar. Good. How you guys doing? We're doing all right. You did your research yeah, too. I like it. I like yeah. it. We're not playing around. We're trying to make this serious. Right. I like it very much. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you, uh, Mike. You know, we we wanted to bring you on because I mean we're kind of new to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know much about it, and you've got the experience, man. So we wanted to bring you out as our very first guest. We were super excited about this, man, and uh, we wanted to kind of just sit down with you, talk to you about your experience, and okay. how you started off, and and all of that. But before we get all to all of that, sure. um, I kind of made a comment when you guys walked in. You're looking fit. Oh hey, getting in shape uh, a little bit. And, yeah. You know, when we're doing a little bit of the research, I noticed online that you're you're, you're trying to lose some weight. And I saw the before and the after pictures, man. How's that? How's that journey going for you, man? Uh, good, good. Down. So I worked with a company called Ideal You, and um, it's a it basically restarted my metabolism. It taught me how to eat better, and it's a lifestyle that I kind of have stuck with since then. Mm-hmm. And I was at one eighty, and I'm a short dude. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm definitely six foot seven. <laughs> we'll edit that out, right? <laughs> uh, and and so I, I did the program, lost forty pounds um, so on it, and so now I'm in the process of of going back to the gym and, and getting in the gym again because with that program you don't have to like you don't have to go to the gym or anything it's right. literally restarting your whole body and all that so is it, it like a body recomposition type thing uh yes yeah yeah basically yeah yeah so it's it's essentially taking the stuff that you would normally eat anyway so steaks chicken and all that right. kind of stuff and um taking out certain oils taking out and adding certain um, other elements to to restarting your metabolism because a lot of our metabolisms have slowed down over the years. And I know for mine with kids and stuff, it was it was genuinely uh, weighing on me. And it, I didn't even realize it till I started looking at pictures from the past. Right. And I'm like, man, and I started getting more. I have a, a eight year old and a two year old. And I was not moving along with that eight and two year old. Yeah. And so I watched my the host of Mojo in the Morning Mojo do it and yeah. he lost the weight. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. And it works. I literally pound each day. Yeah. Every single day I was dropping a pound. And then it's a matter of continuing the lifestyle, continuing eating what I was, you know, what, what we all genuinely eat anyways. Yeah. And then now I've decided to work out. Maybe give it an ab or two right. if, if I can. Can I ask how long uh, how long did that process take for you to lose that weight, that 40 pounds? Uh, uh, honestly, so the the first time, because I did it twice, and I kind of slipped on the first one, if, right. if I'm being genuine with I you. Mean, I, I screwed up. We and all fail when yeah, stuff like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and But this wasn't like... Like you see those shake diets and those, you know, you take a bunch of pills, and, and this isn't like that. Like yeah. this is a, a completely... Almost like a lifestyle change. Yeah. And the first time I failed. And so I put on a little bit more weight. And then my wife, who had just had a baby, um, wanted to do it with me. And it was kind of the best way to do it because yeah. you got support there and, right. and, and, and in the house. And so I, the second time around, it took me, it is, it is a pound a day. So it's yeah. about 40 days. You could do okay. it in 40 days That's if you good, stick man. to it. Um, and then it's a matter of 
not going back to what you were eating. I was eating a lot of sugar. Yeah. I was eating uh, a lot of stuff that just, just genuinely put on a lot of weight for a short guy like me. Because 10 pounds for me looks yeah. huge because yeah. I'm such a- It can only uh, go one way, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> one direction. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm getting into that same thing. I Right before the pandemic started, I was really into it. You know, mm-hmm. getting Planet Fitness, doing my thing. Sure. And then COVID happened. Everything shut down. Yeah. And yeah. I gained like 25 pounds during the whole thing. Okay. So I'm just getting right back into it as well. Uh-huh. Um, Bought a bunch of equipment for the basement, so I'm down there working out. Just on Wednesday, I was doing some weightlifting. Yeah, my muscles are killing me. My arms are. So killing how do you me. do? How do you do the home gym? I can't do the home gym, man. So I the tried. only reason why I started doing the home gym is because when the COVID happened, everything shut down, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any way to exercise, and I gained all that weight because they were. What else was I going to do but eat, right? Right, right, right. So I decided, you know, I'm not going to have that happen again. I'm not going to have any excuses. I still go to Planet Fitness, but on the days where I can't make it, I get out of work late or, you know, I'm at church or whatever and I get home late. Mm-hmm. I go I go home and I don't have that excuse. So my my gym is like right next to the man cave. Okay. So I have my TV right there. So sure. I see the equipment. Right, right. And so at that point, it's like, I don't have an excuse. Yeah. So it, it, it does take a little effort to actually get up. But once you get into it, yeah. you know, once I'm in there for about 10 minutes, then I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. See, there's no stopping. I have to separate. I have to separate the house from the gym. Yeah, I can't like. I have equipment. I have a, a treadmill. Yeah, but I think if I got the whole equipment down in the basement, yeah. I think I would. I would literally start putting clothes and, right. and it would just sit there. <laughs> right. I have to separate and put my mindset into the gym because I started doing two, three days a week, yeah. and then I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I'm eating like this, but also I'm going to splurge a little. Like I think we got B-dubs coming yeah. in here and I'll yeah. eat some B-dubs, but yeah. also I'm going to go to the gym and yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's just balance. Yeah. That's really all that is, is balance. Yeah. And I think our situations are a little different. You got the two kids. I don't have kids. Oh, I'm moving. I'm counting steps yes. without <laughs> even going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I really don't have anything else. So I go home after work and I'm okay. like, if I want to stay fit, I want to stay as young as I want to feel, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got to do this. Sure. I have to do this. And my, you know, and you had mentioned earlier about y- your wife, uh, being that kind of support, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing with my wife. She had lost a whole lot of weight. Okay. She's looking phenomenal. Not that she didn't look great before. No, she was I get still what you're beautiful, saying. but yeah, sure. she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And so that kind of like motivated me. Like if she's doing this and she's looking awesome, I want to look awesome for her as well. Yeah. So it. every time I see that stuff, I'm like, do it for her, if not for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is tough. The first 10 minutes is always a challenge. But once I get into it, I put on a movie or, you know, some, some, some show. And I just zone out and go at it, man. Do you, uh, do you, we're going to just turn into a gym, this right, gym, yeah, whole yeah. gym conversation. <laughs> but do you use, so we talked about this on Mojo in the morning. Yeah. I just started using, do you use any sort of pre-workout or any, any of that kind of stuff? No. So I actually had a friend of mine who got me into it and showed me all the different things that I could do. And okay. I did ask him about that. And he's into weightlifting. He's a, he's a pretty built guy. Okay. And he said he doesn't do the pre-workout stuff because it's a lot of sugar. And he says, unless you're trying to, put on more muscle uh, and you're willing too. to burn. Do you so you got helps? Jesus here. Jesus, he actually goes to work out to put on muscle. Okay. And okay. so it, it works out for him. That's what this guy told me. If you put it on, you got to really work it uh-huh. to, to put more muscle on. I'm not looking to put muscle on. I'm just looking to get fit. Right. Well, so I, I don't do it. I think you have to think about putting on muscle, even if you're just trying to get fit. Yeah. Because it's still the same end goal. Right. And you got to start pushing heavier weights. But I do say pre-workout. I think it, it helps my mindset when I'm in the gym mm-hmm. and I'm trying to lift those last couple weights. It really helps me get through that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I also take creatine. Okay. Have you heard about that? I've heard of creatine. I just, so I just went to the, the store and bought the, uh, the pre-workout and I, I only tried it once and it was sort of on accident. <laughs> yeah. So I was going, I was 
mixing it up because I was going to go to the gym and then I forgot my child had a, an open house that day. So I had to go do that. And I was, I mean, it was three o'clock in the afternoon. I do morning. So I'm up at 4 a.m. So I'm exhausted. I'm like, I can either grab a cup of coffee or slam a water right. or I had this pre-workout, which, oh. which I've never tried before. Yeah. You so. never had, you never had it before that. Before that moment? No. Oh, man. No, 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 no. So I had no idea. So I drink it because I'm thinking it's like an, like an energy drink, but almost like a healthier version of it. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I slam it and we get in the car and within minutes, I feel tinglys in my arms. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I just felt like my okay. skin was going to shoot off of my arm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so I guess I was at, I guess I was at the open house. Like, like now, but like way times a million, just yeah. talking their ear off. Just yeah. like, hey, so where's this at? My daughter's trying to do the tour with us. And I'm like, so where's this? What do we got to do? I'm dripping sweat. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, have like no, I have no idea what, what it was. What is this guy on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like Superman when you, when you take it. Yeah. Well, if I ever decide to put some muscle on, I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of working hard, yeah. you know, we want to do we do want to get into a little bit of your work history. Okay. So you know, you've been doing Mojo, and I think according to the research, it's the longest running morning show in Michigan history. Yeah, yeah, over twenty phenomenal. years. So, so you guys been there since two thousand? Is that correct? Yes, yes. Man, so the awesome. show has. I became a part of the show in two thousand seventeen. Okay. Um, uh, but that, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about the history. So you've been a part of that show since 2017, but you have uh, about 16 years of experience. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the whole entertainment, I guess the whole entertainment aspect of, of, of your lifestyle, I guess. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see, where do I start? Yeah. Um, when I was in college, I was going to transfer from GRCC to Grand Valley, uh, I heard communications was was the thing to do if you wanted to go for entertainment. Okay. And I had gotten into stand-up comedy. Oh, okay. That's, that was always a dream of mine was Never to do stand-up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I wanted to do stand-up comedy. And then at one point, I thought I was going to be a record producer. I was going to go to Full Sail and I was going to move to Florida and I was going to be the next Kanye West. Yeah. In my, in my mind, <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm going to do. You're right. Uh, instead, I went to college and was transferring to Grand Valley while selling. Uh, you ever heard of Cutco knives? No, never heard. It's of like that. a pyramid scheme of knives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you go around sell knives, but you get other people to sell. You get other you people. Make their money. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was doing that at the same time, and um, there was a, a giant book with jobs like for while you're going to school at, at GRCC. And I'm flipping on through the book or whatever, and there was a um, internship at a radio station at, at the one I'm at now. And they, it said, "We're looking. We're starting a new morning show. We're looking for interns." And I signed up for it. I'm like, "Ah, they call me. They call me." And I was at a Panic at the Disco concert. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Oh, well, I was emo. <laughs> I was emo at one point. Eyebrow ring and all. I remember hearing about those. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I get the phone call, and they're like, "Come on in." And I went in. I was the only one that went in with a. Because they, you know, you go in for those interviews. There's a bunch of people that come in and interview for those. Yeah. And I was the only one that showed up with a. Everybody had excitement. Everybody was interested in entertaining. At the, but I showed up with a notepad, and they said that was one of the things that stuck out to them. And they and taking it serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they invited me back in. And the second I turned, they turned on the mic, and I was able to talk on a microphone. Yeah. I quit everything. Yeah. I quit school. I quit. I wouldn't recommend that right. to everybody. No, but you got hooked. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Instantly, instantly. Yeah. And so. Quit selling knives. I also was working in a factory. I quit doing that. Yeah. Um, and they brought me in for like a five hour a week uh, gig. And Sweet. I, yeah, I never looked back. Every, yeah, yeah. Wow. Learned every ounce of that I could. Took in everything that I could from everybody that I worked with. All right. Did you practice any stand up? 
Yeah. Yeah. I used to take a, um, you remember Pez, the candy Pez? Yeah, yeah. I used to have a Ninja Turtle Pez dispenser. Uh-huh. And I would, in front of my girlfriend, uh, who's now my wife, I would practice in front of her. It was terrible. It was terrible. There's videos. <laughs> Is there videos really? There's I was videos just about to ask. Oh. To look I did up. make it to a, a, a finals of a stand-up competition they used to okay. have at Dr. Grimm's. So you weren't that bad, then. That wasn't great, but yeah. there are there are bad moments. There are really bad moments. Yeah. Really, really bad. When I, you know, it, you hear these interviews from other stand-up comedians, and they all say you have to be willing to, to be bad mm-hmm. if you're going to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not shocking, but if we wanted to find a video. <laughs> it's hidden on YouTube. Okay. I have uh, it. So I have it. I even uh, have video of me practicing with a Pez dispenser. So, do we look up Mike Pez? Uh, it's hidden. <laughs> it's, it's, I have it on my YouTube, and it's hidden. All right. You're going to have to Maybe someday. Yeah, on, maybe yeah. someday I'll bust it out. Spencer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. We'll look for that. We'll look for that for sure. Who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Right now or yeah. over, uh, oh, right well, overall? Overall. Overall. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I, I went through different stages of who I liked, um, and then they just kind of fell off. But I think one overall, if I went through like the history of like the greatest stand-up comedians of all time, I think Dave Chappelle, even though he's controversial, oh, dude, one, of the gra- one of the greatest to ever do it. And then there wouldn't be a Dave Chappelle without Eddie Murphy, right. and there wouldn't be an Eddie Murphy without um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. 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 I think uh, Chris Rock is amazing. Yeah. I think uh, Tom Segura yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Tom Segura. And he does it in English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. Have you seen his podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Two good. Bears. Or what is it? Two Bears, One Cave? I mean, so I, oh, uh, maybe there's a, a podcast, couple. but he's got quite a few things going I, on right it now. It might be that one, yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome that you were able. So, is that what you were you were shooting for? Is to be like this big stand-up comedian? Is, is that what it was, or you just wanted to get into entertainment? I just wanted to get. It was entertainment at one point. Yeah, and um, I don't. I think at one point it went through again. It was different. Uh, it evolved over time. So, I, when I was a kid, I would listen to like. P. Diddy and the Family. Remember that uh, More Money, More Problems song? Yeah, yeah for sure. So I would I'd grow up listening to that and I wanted to be a rapper at one okay. point. And then oh, like there, Eminem. There's a new rap and then we can find it. There's no, uh, oh, you know what? There Maybe. is. You know what? <laughs> awesome. So my mom, oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, core memory just popped up. Okay. So my mom has somewhere, she wanted me to be a Christian rapper at Okay, point. all right. There was a Christian rapper named T-Bone. T-Bone, I remember T-Bone. Yeah, yeah. and she's like, and at there, it was like a, I don't know if it was a, talent contest or what it was but All there's right. a video of that somewhere too All right. and Max i was spencer I guess <laughs> <laughs> so i went you know but i went through stages i went through i wanted to be a rapper and then i used to take out pictures of, of my friends at um on our yearbook and make old school rap you remember cd cases yeah, yeah. i would make cd cases with my pictures <laughs> on them and i would show them and then I went through. Um, oh yeah, you were an entertainer. Yeah. Oh, in school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the, I, I just didn't know what it was gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know what I wanted, to, how I wanted to focus that that energy. And you know, I was a good kid in school, but like I would always get in trouble for you know being the class clown or right. doing something in front. Of, it was never anything serious, but it was always always something. Yeah. Or yeah. something. I don't know. So you know, we've got this this history with you guys. Uh, we've partnered up with WSNX or iHeartRadio, sure, uh, being a part of Forge Industrial Staff, and we do quite a, f- a few uh, advertisements with you guys, promos, and oh. you you really do help us out. I mean, you mention us quite often um, through through uh, your show. Um, in the morning, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. For those of you who who are wondering, Mojo in the morning. Yeah, and then you can listen again right after that. I'm on till uh, one o'clock in middays. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and you do a phenomenal job. Oh, thank you. you know, you help us out tremendously. For a while there, um, I, I don't know if you're still still doing it, but you did work through us 
uh, you, you applied with Forge Industrial Staffing, yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I needed some extra money. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the, I just need extra money. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what the, yeah. the It's probably because you had another kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it could have been. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> and so you, you came through us and I think that was the first time I actually met you face to face. I heard you in the morning. I heard mm-hmm. you on the radio, but I think that was the actual first time that you came in and we saw you face to face and. And uh, I, that made me even more of a fan of you because oh, I mean, you. here's a guy that, you know, you're, you're promoting something, but you're willing to also use it, right? Get into it. And so mm-hmm. that was an awesome thing. I, I really did appreciate that. And I know we sat down for a little, a little while and mm-hmm. helped you through that process. And, and uh, I mean, I really became more of a fan. And oh, so I was thank like, you. I really got to listen to this guy. Thank you. Than, so, yeah, I just, I was, it's a, it's been a great partnership between you guys and, and us. You guys have been great from day one. Yeah. And, and it's honestly, there aren't many, um, there aren't many times I could say that I would from day one see myself, you know, working with you guys forever. Yeah. There aren't many times that I would say that I wouldn't either, but, you guys were just great from day one and you guys stuck with us even through the hard times, like through the pandemic. Yeah. You guys were still there and yeah. you're still getting your message out. And the yeah. message from day one hasn't changed from the message today, yeah. which is we are trying to help people find a job. Yeah. And, you know, being somebody who went through it myself, I kind of saw from, yeah. you know, personal experience what yeah. it took and how you focused you guys were. And I, yeah. I, I love working with you guys. Yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things that we talked about on one of our previous podcasts is that we we want to be invested in our community. Yeah. You know, W uh, 104.5 WSNX. I mean, that's a part of our community. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Who doesn't listen to WSNX in the morning on their way uh, to work? So you guys are a huge part of this community. And so that's one of the reasons why we enjoy partnering with you guys. You know, that, uh, you know, aside from the fact that John doesn't give up, <laughs> he's oh, constantly the man. John's <laughs> yeah, he's the definitely man. the man. Yeah. But uh, uh, aside from that, I mean, we, we, we do appreciate the fact that we're able to partner with somebody locally you know mm-hmm. right and, and that local talent the people here in grand rapids and being able to partner up with something like that and invest more into our community i mean that's what we're all about that's what we want to be about and we want people to know that you know with forge industrial staffing that's that's where that's their focus is mm-hmm. their investment in the community and the people of the community that's the only way we're ex- uh, success so i also appreciate the uh tickets you gave us for breakaway dude <laughs> oh yeah that yeah was yeah that was sick <laughs> yeah who was your favorite uh dj snake yeah yeah dude uh i didn't get to see i forgot the guy's name the first guy that performed on uh friday but uh dj's i did see dj's naked. chain smokers was, chain smokers yeah yeah i see i seen them too or is it overall overall dude the vibe yeah awesome yeah what about did you see young gravy young gravy dude I, that's the person i didn't get to see oh no, i missed out man i was upset and then on uh saturday there was a storm so some people had a we had to leave for a little bit, but mm-hmm. we came right back and it was nice. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. For those of you guys who are wondering what's going on right now, <laughs> <laughs> once in a while, uh, WSNX or IR Radio comes through with some uh, tickets for us. And, and we use those and the like, giveaways on Facebook, you know, with Forge Industrial Staff. And, and uh, we definitely give some of those tickets away to the internal employees. So Jesus uh, was able to uh, <laughs> enjoy and reap the rewards of that. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You guys deserve it. No, they definitely hard. deserve it. You guys definitely deserve it. So I'm glad that you guys were able to experience that as well. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, you know, uh, talking with, with you, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. being able to to do what you do, I mean, w- do you have any tips for us? What could we do 
to make sure that I mean you do a podcast. We were just yeah. talking about that yeah, a yep. little earlier. You had a uh, fantasy junkies at one point, right? That that was one of the podcasts that you were doing. Uh, that was a, a, a kind of a brief startup project, and right, I right. kind of wish we stuck with it. I still have the name, and I still have the the photos and stuff. But a buddy of mine who was doing it in the beginning no longer works with the company anymore. It doesn't mean we still couldn't do the podcast. Um, but at the time. I think it was before I'd even started DJing, DJ, like physically DJing yeah. in clubs and events and stuff. At the time, the focus on podcast wasn't there. And the energy even with, with people doing podcasts, and I, I want to say even the company wasn't fully focused on doing that type of stuff. I don't yeah. remember the exact dates of when we started that. Um, but I think now today, something like that could be successful. It could definitely, it could definitely be successful. I, I feel like there's a lot of... Uh, podcasts that focus on sports and entertainment mm-hmm. so i mean if you guys bring it back up that'd be cool yeah yeah it's a that's a great idea and even I, you're the first person that's ever mentioned that podcast ever yeah. ever in the history of ever yes <laughs> did some research your here. current podcast what is the name of that podcast uh the slightly messy show slightly messy show. so that is a um that is a, a girl her name's megan she's a co-host as well on mojo in the morning and her and i are both from different cities different cities, different affiliates, I guess, from Grand Rapids and Toledo. Okay. And obviously the goal is to to one day host our own show. You know, there's Mojo and Spike and Shannon. Those are the, the big head right. honchos on the morning show. Yeah. And uh, the goal at some point is to, to get to that level. Okay. And um, at one point I was I was doing nights and I was going to do afternoons and and was going to focus on more of like running a station and, and, and that aspect. And then I got brought into this morning show because yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a legendary morning show. I thought, you know, why not at least say that I did this and it relit the fire, yeah. relit the morning show fire. And ever since then, that is, that is the goal. That, that is the, yeah. Well, I mean, your, your podcast does pretty well. I think it's like rated in the top hundred for iHeartRadio podcast. Is uh, that- the Mojo is top hundred. Okay. The the uh, slightly messy show is in one of the top in the in the in the in between. It, it was rated with so we do a mo- more Mojo podcast. Yeah. It's rated with that one. It okay. gets a couple thousand. It does pretty well. Yeah, it does pretty Sweet, well. Man. And for the ones that don't know, what is that podcast about? Uh, it is two millennials, so both her and I are roughly the same age, yeah. who are at completely different stages of their life. Yeah. And it's basically living our life like we do on the morning show, um, but having more of a, a, a platform to talk. Because we have six people on that show, so you know, only certain times do we get to talk. And this, it's just the two of us. Yeah. So we can talk as long or as little as we want. Right? And how messy does it get? <laughs> it's a great question. It's just slightly. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> slightly. No, because we even if somebody says, you know, I'm, you know, I got two kids, I'm married with a mortgage, but nothing is ever perfect. There's yeah. always a little bit of messiness. There's yeah. always a little bit. Nobody, anybody who says they have everything put together, they're lying. They're lying. Yeah. They're 110%. Yeah. You know, and she's, you know, no kids. She's single. She's, you know, right now just went to Harry Styles in New York and is on her way back to do some event in Toledo. Like she's everywhere. And, and I feel like that's the cool thing is you get all aspects of, of uh, being a millennial and, and, you know, we are both in our very, very invested in each community. And, you know, now being with the morning show too, it's able, we're able to kind of do a local show at a larger level. So I'm going to travel to Detroit and I'm going to go travel to Toledo and, you know, they're going to come here. And it's just, it's just a cool, it was a cool idea, cool concept from the beginning. And it's kind of starting to work out. You're a millennial yourself. Yeah. 
you, it doesn't sound like you have any time to relax. You got two kids, you're out there, you're in between Detroit, Toledo here. Yeah. You're invested in the community. You've got multiple shows going on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really cool to hear that, you know, Jesus here, he's a millennial as well. We're multitaskers. I, yeah. Yeah. Man, he's definitely, he, has he, to be. he doesn't sit around either. I mean, he's, he's going to school, he's working full time. Sure. He's doing this, he's That's doing awesome. that. So it's really cool to kind of see that, you know, and I, I work with, uh, at our church, our youth group. Okay. So I work with them quite often and I see the exact same thing. And so I hear these misconceptions conceptions of these millennials who are lazy and they just want to get paid. And I'm like, that's not what I see. You know, that's Mm -hmm. not what I'm hearing here. You know, they're, they're willing to do it. It's just got to be something that they're invested in, something that they like to do. Yeah. So when you have somebody who, you know, they don't want to do, they don't want to be a fry cooker. Obviously, they're not going to go in there with all their heart. Right. You know? They're right. going to hate the job. You know? Right. Who, who can blame them for that? But if you get them invested in something that they really want to do and that they really love, mm-hmm. they're going to give all their heart into it. So, I mean, you guys right here, just hearing you guys talk, that's exactly what it, what it's like. Do you feel like to, to, to add to what you're saying, yeah, yeah. do you feel like it's also uh, there's other factors that go into it? Like and, and you guys see a lot of people come in and I'm sure they answer these questions all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Like work environment. I have, you know, the, the, the environment that I have is a bunch of people who support you, who will, you know, give you the tools you need to, to get where you need to be. If I need to take some time off, there's never there's never a question. You know what I mean? There's yeah. never like, ooh, you know, I don't know if we can. It's always like, how much time do you need? What can we do? I got a, you know, I got a great boss. I got great coworkers yeah. like John. Um, and do you feel as though it's environment as well? Do you feel as though it's compensation as well that keep millennials motivated? Or do you think they just need to be interested in doing it? So I, 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 I too am a millennial. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you look at the, the age that yeah. I was born, I'm a millennial. I don't consider myself a millennial though. Okay. Um, I just have that old school mentality of, you know, you got a responsibility, you go to work, even if you don't like it. Sure. You go to work and you take care of business. That's my mentality. But I do notice, you know, being, being a manager myself and having a lot of uh, uh, people who work with me who are also millennials, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like it's just a mixture of, of different things. Um, you got to be able to find that balance of mm-hmm. what exactly works. Um, so, you know, you got to make sure that that pay rate is competitive, competitive enough. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So if they're hearing about this other position where they're doing the exact same thing at this other company, and they're getting paid more. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they leave to go to that position? Right. Right. So you got to make sure that you're competitive. But at the same time, you know, maybe your pay rate's a little lower, but if you're making it fun. Mm-hmm. If you're making it to a point where the people feel like they're actually being productive mm-hmm. and they're investing in something that actually counts, mm-hmm. you're not, we're not making money for somebody who lives in Wisconsin or making money for somebody who lives somewhere else. Right. Right. We're, we're actually invested in what we're doing. We're, we're producing something. We're investing in the community. We're investing in our future. And I do think that 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 is even better than the pay rate for a lot of these guys and for myself. You know, I come into my job and I do enjoy what I do. Yeah. And I really do enjoy what I do, Same. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Where, where I'm going in and I'm, I'm helping people find work, mm-hmm. you know, and I use that tool at my church. I use that tool with my family. I use that tool when I'm on the streets. If I see somebody kind of struggling, you know, I try to help them out. But I also let them know, hey, you know, my job is to help people find work so that you can get back on your feet. Right. So I use that as a tool and, and I feel like I'm investing in somebody. I'm investing in somebody's future. Sure. Uh, but I also work for a company that also uh, likes to compensate me. You know, if I do a good job, they're willing to throw in a few hundred dollars. They're willing to. It's not to a bad initiative. A, yeah, right. <laughs> they're willing to to buy lunch or buy dinner. Yep. So, you know, it, it's a combination of those things. Sure. You want to feel like you're doing something, but you also want to feel like somebody appreciates your work. Yeah. yeah. I, couldn't so agree I don't more. know if you 
Jesus, how you feel about that? I think environment is a big factor when it comes to these things because, mm-hmm. for example, at our office, I'm surrounded by people that are hungry, that really want to go after it, and we compete against each other. And I don't think if it, it was for that, I wouldn't be so invested into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If I'd seen that the people I was working with weren't motivated or they didn't want to go after the things that they want, okay. I don't know if I'd have the same mindset. Mm-hmm. So I do think that if you surround yourself with people that are also, you know, outgoers, that that you'll definitely um, achieve those things. But uh, the next topic that that we really wanted to get into would, was uh, quiet quitting, right? Oh, so, I've heard of this. So <laughs> this is a, a this. really big topic right now, right? Uh, according to LinkedIn, quiet quitting is about rejecting the notion that work has to take over one's life and that employees should go above and beyond what their job description entails. So I'm gonna I'm gonna probably show my age a little bit here. I think I'm the oldest one here on this on this show. And uh, with that being said, I just found out what quite what quiet quitting is. Yeah. Like literally on Wednesday, I'm just going through Facebook, and there was just one of these funny videos, and they were talking about quiet quitting. I'm like, what is that? So I had to look it up. So it's kind of funny that we bring it up today, but. Uh, it's a it's a funny topic. I, I think it's always been around. It's, it always you know, has it, been it's, around. It's a thing that's but now it has a title. But now it has you, a title, and we make fun of it now. Do you think that though? Well, you say it's a funny topic. I think it's happening, and I think that. Do you think that the pandemic has almost forced people? Not forced people has shown people that it is possible to do this, and you should only do what you're compensated to do. Well, I always think the mentality should be that you know we don't live to work. Mm-hmm. You know, the mentality be, should be, you know, I'm working so that I can have a life. Right. Right. So and I think that for a long time there, we're talking about, you know, from the 80s, probably all the way through probably up until the pandemic, you know, the mentality was work, 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 work all the time. Mm-hmm. And people really didn't have a life. Yeah. And I think what the, the pandemic did was force a lot of people. They had to stay home. You know, and, and when they had to stay home, now they're making these connections that they lost with their family, with their kids, with their wife, their husband. And they were like, whoa, I missed this. Mm-hmm. You know, work isn't that important. Right. Doing what I was doing at my job isn't that important. I still need to pay the bills 100 percent, but it's not as important as having that time with my family, with my friends. Sure. And so I think that we still hold on to that mentality, which I think is a good thing. You know, I, I, I do have a job where it does require a lot of my time. But I, I, I have to sit down once in a while and just say, hey, what's important to you right now? Is it the job or is it your wife? Mm-hmm. Is it the church? Is it, you know, your friends? What's more important to you in your life? And so, you know, it's important to me to make money so that I can pay the bills and put food on the table. But right. what's the point of putting food on the table if nobody's there <laughs> to enjoy it? Right? That's a good point. Yeah. So, you know, that's my mentality. So this whole quiet quitting, I, I, I do believe that we should. Uh, give 110 percent in whatever we do, but if you don't like what you're doing, then find something where you can give 110 percent. Right. It's like uh, work-life balance. Yeah, you got to have that. Yeah. What do you think about Tom Brady getting out of retirement? Ooh, ooh. Well, I mean, I feel like if you have, do, if you, do you think he has a, a good work-life balance. I don't think his wife thinks he has a good work-life balance. Yes. There was just an article. About yeah, she's she doesn't live at his house anymore right now. Yeah. She's sleeping somewhere else. Yeah. So I don't know what's really going on. I, you know, that's all right. speculation. I have no right. idea. Right. But I think um, I like his mentality of going as long he's go- as he's gone because he he's doing something nobody else has done before. Yeah. He's a legend already. He yeah. could stop now if he wanted. Yeah. 
but why not go until you can't go anymore? Now, if it is affecting his home life, and this is the reason that they're sleeping in two separate places, I would say, man, stop now. Yeah. Stop immediately. It's yeah. not, no, there is no job in the, there is no job. And I love my job. If I heart is watching it, <laughs> I love my job a lot. But there, if it came between choosing my family and my job, I would choose my family all day. Doesn't Always. Matter. Yeah. Of Doesn't course. matter. Doesn't, if, even if I was Tom Brady. It, it wouldn't matter. You know, there's a, mil- there's a million, I mean, realistically, there's a million things he could do besides play football. Yeah. But like, if he has to choose between football and his family, like family's first every time. Family should be first every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, 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 he's, he is a legend and it's great to watch him. He could still play. That's the thing is that mm-hmm. he can still play. So I understand his mentality, but like you said, like if it's, if it's, if that's the case, if it's breaking up your family. Why would you do it? Do you think he's going to have a good year? I don't. I don't. I genuinely don't think he's going to have a good year. I think he's throwing <laughs> it. Definitely to start off on that foot. I think he has the skills. The, I think he has talents to make it a good you're year. You're such a man. What a manager no, answer. I'm sorry. I what a manager does. answer. <laughs> I think I he think, does. Uh, but I do think that personal, your personal life is going to take effect on what you do. Yeah. If and given so, the opportunity, I really think he could. <laughs> it's such a manager answer. That's not a yes or no. That's a, <laughs> But I, you know, I do think his personal life is going to have a toll. Sure, toll on his game. Sure, sure. You know, he's going. He's not. His his mind's not going to be in it. He's going to be thinking about some other stuff. So. Sure. I would love to see him play yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. one of my favorite players. But you get to a certain age where those things aren't as important as it used to be. Right. And you, you it does reflect in your game. So I'm sad to say that no, I don't think he will be <laughs> <laughs> as awesome as he usually is. Talking about managers, uh, what do you call somebody that asks to speak to your manager? A Karen. A Karen. Yeah. Do you think that we are in a, a Karen era? Yeah. Spanish, right Karina. <laughs> Karina. Yeah. We definitely are. I mean, just this morning we were talking about uh, there was a lady at our office who went to McDonald's this morning. And while she was in line, drive through line, a guy like parked right next to her, got out of the car, stepped in front of her car and went up to the window. And there was something going on with this drink and like, there was an altercation and she's yeah. just sitting there like if this goes off i'm gonna have to run this dude over and so yeah it, she came back and said like, you guys gotta check out this karen i don't know what the, the male version of it is but uh but yes Carl? definitely i mean we're definitely in that error and i don't i don't know what where it stems from where's the frustration coming from but i definitely think it's more entitlement today huh? entitlement what do you say no because it's usually these older people you know what i mean and I don't know if it, it, there's never been an issue with older people, the entitlement. Like yeah. with that older generation, it's work hard to get what you want. All right. And so I don't know if it's entitlement. I don't know where it stems from. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Um, <laughs> I don't, I genuinely don't know either. I think it's more being, I, I bet it's happened, but even before we knew it was happening, I think mm-hmm. there's just more cameras. I think yeah. people are capturing it more. Oh, I think it's, yeah, being, that's it's another thing. always been a thing. It's, it could have been always a thing and nobody had any idea because nobody was recording videos and posting it everywhere. Yeah. And because I've seen people ask for the manager. I'm sure I've asked for a manager at one point, yeah. you know, but I think it's more you, when you get those explosive ones, yeah. you know, the, the true Karens, yeah. then true you, Karens. You, you, you're seeing it because people have a phone. Yeah. Access at all times. Yeah. And it's, it's scary because you don't know how exactly they're going to react to the situation. Right. You know, I mean, could, it could, most of the time it's just somebody wants to yell, Yeah. yeah. but you never know when it's going to be that one well, time. And I, I would hope that my, my hope when you start seeing these videos is that people would stop doing it. It would be like a, like a learning tool. Like they would see this and go, you know what? 
I could be on camera at all times. I yeah. should just, I mean, you should be a genuinely good human anyways, yeah. but you would think that this would be some sort of like, like a learning tool to, to help people start to act like decent human beings all the time because you never know. And I don't think that's happening. I think people, yeah, well, or we're just recording it more. Yeah. But my favorite thing in the entire world is when people get overly mad like that in public. Yeah. And then like they can't express that anger. Like I was at the mall one time and this guy got furious and yeah. I have no idea what he was yelling about. Yeah. He was yelling in the food court yeah. and stormed off. But he had to go down the escalator. So he storms off and he's pissed off and he's yelling and he goes to stand. <laughs> he stands on the escalator yeah, and the just best. slowly goes down. <laughs> like, how can you be pissed off? You know what I mean? How do you give out? And everybody just stared at him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta love those moments, man. But I, I we get a few moments like that. I mean, even in life, I mean, where we say I have to sometimes. I mean, just the other day I was going down uh, mm. a Muskegon River. And I saw this guy pick up a can uh, out of the river and throw it at these ladies in their kayak. Mm -hmm. And the ladies look back at him. They take the can out and they throw it back at him. Mm -hmm. And so the whole, the whole, it was a whole misunderstanding. The can had floated down from the river, and this guy thought these ladies had thrown the can in there. Okay. So he was kind of like, you know, take your trash. You know, keep it. Try to keep it clean. You know. Yeah. And, and I can respect that. You know, sure. we got to keep this stuff clean. Right. And but he he misunderstood and thought it was them, and so they threw it back, and they're like, "That's not us. That's your people." Mm -hmm. And so they going back and forth, and I'm floating down the river, and I see this happen, and the guy goes to pick up the can, and I thought he's going to throw it back at the ladies, and so I get out of my my tube, and I'm supposed to be there relaxing. It's a lazy river experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm supposed to be relaxing, and I started yelling at this guy, and I'm like, "Yo, you got a problem." And we started going at it. Uh, this has nothing to do with me. And it was just the fact, I think what triggered me was the fact that I thought he was going to throw this can back at these two ladies. And they were, they were older ladies. Sure. And it just got under my skin. And so we're going back and forth. And then his buddy gets in and he's yelling at me. Uh, and at that moment, I realized it's six of them. Six damn. guys. You could have got jumped, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, chill out, relax. So I say, you know what? My bad. You know, if you want me to take the can, I'll take the can. But there's right. no point in throwing it at the ladies like that, man. What are you? You know, that's disrespectful. You know, right. they're just kind of just chilling there. And so we kind of apologized. He took the, he took the can. He took the trash. But you know, it's moments like that where you don't even realize when it happens. But if you can come to yourself, calm down. Right. It's never that big of a deal. No. Right. It's right. never that big. Of that's a deal. another one of those situations too, where like. If something had gone down and they started charging at you, yeah. now they have to trudge through water. Yeah. So how mad, like, how are you not going to laugh Can at you, that? They're, <laughs> they're going to come through water and me running away to my tube. Splashing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, you jump. Trying to run away. <laughs> Paddle away. Everybody is sitting around. Some of the people are drinking. I'm like, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah. All right. I think we got that Karen we video ready. Okay. So this is the worst Karen moment. All right. All right so so she's in line at Subway. Yeah. Oh gosh. The, her, it looks like her demeanor already. The way she's standing already, <laughs> hand on the hip. Her, she's arched over. I can't tell if she has a straw or her a pen in her hand. There's something definitely in her hand. Yeah, she's about. Yeah. What happy. do you do? You guys know what the video is already, or do you want to guess on what she's yelling about? Based on what's on in her hand, it's probably a drink. You think so? Yeah. She got the wrong drink. She got the wrong drink. Well, you have to get those yourself at Subway, don't you? Oh, that makes it even better. <laughs> She's definitely not going to be happy about something that she got. But let's. I don't know if we got the sound. Let's see. Let's see here. Oh, it's glasses. Oh, it's glasses. Tell them you don't respect your customers. Would you finish my sandwich? Coca trio. Coca trio. 
She's like, oh shoot, they caught me. I think the older generation doesn't think the younger generation has respect for Finish them. my sandwich. And I think quite often uh, that is an issue. That's what I was saying. I don't know if it's a... Uh, but, so I've worked... Call your, call your oh, she's going to report right She's calling Mr. Subway. Did she say reported or deported? To who? The person that's... No, no, she wants the supervisor. Oh, yeah. Toasted. Yeah. Toasted. Yeah. Jared. <laughs> Get Jared on the phone. No She's cheese. Putting her order in. Well, yeah. If I was in line, I'd be pissed. That's the best way to handle that situation. That's the best yeah, way to de-escalate that situation. And, oh, and TikTok. It, and it makes it makes the other person so angry. So especially when we get complaints over the phone, when you just smile and you just have a kind voice. I've never yelled at somebody. I've never, never in the history of six years. Nope. It doesn't do anything. It yeah. doesn't do anything. And then you could ultimately get in trouble yourself if you, yeah. if you react that way. Well, you're the professional. How do you de-escalate those situations over the phone? Do you just hang up or do you try to, uh, calm I the swear person? a lot at him. I just, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. Slams the phone. On yeah. The table. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't hear you. Yeah. You're getting disconnected. Um, well, first you, they just want to be heard. So she just, whatever's happening here, she just wants to be heard. She just wants her, she wants to vent, she wants to complain, she wants to know that whatever she's saying or complaining about is is being taken yeah. serious. Now, I don't know what's happening in the subway situation. Right. I've worked at Subway. I know that if there's only one person in that line right there, it's very difficult to keep things in order. And sometimes ingredients aren't cut up right then and you have to do 8 million things. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very hard job. It doesn't seem like it, it you know, just looking at it, yeah. it might not seem like it is a very hard job. But working at Subway was one of, one of my first jobs and it was one of the hardest things I ever did. Um, because they're watching you cook it in yeah. like McDonald's yeah. and all that stuff. You just, you put it together and you pack and a package. Yeah. They're, they're literally off. staring at you. Yeah. And if you don't do it correctly, cause there's a certain amount of things I, you have to put on a side. I feel like I do that unintentionally. What? Like when I go to Chipotle and they don't put enough guac, I'm like, you mother. Like, <laughs> well, see, you, you feel like you're getting judged. You feel like you're getting And when you order online, they put, I feel like they put less, right? Okay. But when you order in person, you have the uh, opportunity to like, Well, they feel that they they feel that they They understand that. And usually, at least I know this for Subway, you're only supposed to put three slices on a six inch. You're only Uh, you're told exactly how much. And if you do it, there's usually a manager also right there to tell you you're doing it wrong. So, you know, right before we started our podcast here, um, John, uh, uh, our partner here from uh, iHeart is behind the camera here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had brought up this whole conversation about marijuana screening and mm-hmm. how a lot of these clients are starting to change up that process where uh, when somebody takes a new job, most jobs will do a drug screen. Yeah. Okay. Right. Most of them will. Sure. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now we're seeing a lot of these, uh, our clients starting to kind of change that up and they want us to take away the marijuana. Oh, really? Especially here in Michigan now that it's legal. Um, That's interesting because it's not federally legal. It's just right. in Michigan. Yep. So, so I, I, their mentality is, you know, we need we need employees. Mm-hmm. So if the one thing that's going to hold us back from getting a, a pretty decent employee or a great employee is that, you know, he likes to smoke marijuana in his free time, then let's just get rid of that obstacle. Right. And so it, and it does make sense to me, you know, as long as the person comes to work and they're not under the influence right. you know because we work with industrial companies yeah, so you got yeah. machines running you got high lows going you got all of this stuff and we want to make sure that our employees are safe does that put you at risk if they do happen to show up like do you guys get 
No, because we still maintain a zero tolerance if you come to work under the influence. Okay. You treat it as if it was like alcohol, right? Sure. You can't come to work drunk. No, right, right, right. It makes sense. So, so whatever you do on your personal time, that's your personal time. Yeah. You know, but don't let it influence work. Do you so, guys, when it comes to personal time, do you guys stalk? Stalk's a bad word. Do you guys look at their, their Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff when they come in for a hire or no? No, we don't do anything like that. So, I mean, I pride myself in working for this company because we, we really do look at giving people a chance. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, we work with just my office alone. We work with about 60 different clients. Okay. Now here in the Grand Rapids area, we have three different offices. So you're looking at about 120 different clients that we work with. Mm-hmm. And so we do have a position for everyone. So oh, it nice. doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't, you know, what, what kind of skill sets you have. Sure. We have a position for everyone to come in. And so we, I, I pride myself in saying this, that we, we, we give that chance to people to prove themselves. So we're not really looking at I definitely don't have time to be stalking people on Facebook. I don't have that time. Well, I just know that's a big thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, my job is social yeah. media. So, yeah. like, I mean, everything that I do in, in life is posted on that. Right. But I know that if I wasn't doing this, I, I feel like a company would look – that would be a factor when they go to look at, yeah. you know, hiring. Yeah. So this is different in that way because – you can still have your own personal life. You know, it doesn't matter what you do at home as long as you don't bring it to work. Yeah. Well, and I, I kind of feel like, and I understand why companies would do stuff like that when they mm-hmm. would stalk somebody on social media, mm-hmm. because a lot of people have this problem of being able to leave their personal life outside of work. Mm-hmm. They bring it into work. Sure. Yeah. And so you kind of want to know what are they going to bring into work? Right. You know, so I can understand that mentality, mm-hmm. but you know, in my office, heck, if, if you can do the job, I don't care what you do in your personal life. Have you ever seen anything, though, that somebody you've hired and you see something on their Instagram that made you go, hey, we got to talk about this? Is there anybody that's popped up? Don't you only have like one one of us that is your Facebook friend? I think I've got all you guys on Facebook. Really? Yeah. You only got one, you only got one person on I Facebook? I only got one friend on Facebook. <laughs> one friend? I'll be your friend on Facebook. <laughs> it says Seuss. That's it. I'm the, I'm the only all. friend. No, I think there. I got everybody that I work with. I think I have them on Facebook. Uh, but again, I'm not huge into social media. You mm-hmm. know, I, the only reason why I have a Facebook page is because we use it for our church. Okay. So that's the only reason why I have a Facebook page is so that I can manage our church uh, site. Um, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. Mm-hmm. All, I don't have those applications. I don't look at that kind of stuff. I'm way too busy. I don't okay. have time to sit down and look through those things. Sure. I understand the entertainment factor of it. Right, I understand right. why people get into it, but that's not my thing. Right. Um, so no, I don't get into that stuff. Um, but... If I, I've never had that experience. Okay. Never had that experience that's where good. somebody comes in. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, we got to talk about this. Never had that before. That's good. That's very good. How about you? <laughs> um, no, because no, no I, I've never. You're probably watching what you post anyways, because I mean, that's your, your job, right? Well, yeah, but I, there would be nothing. I, I, I don't get the, the, uh, yeah, I, there's nothing that I would, you know, everything I do in, in life, I talk about on the air anyways, right. there's nothing I have to hide, but I think. It's silly to me that people post certain things anyways. Like say you do hard drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you posting on Facebook that you're doing hard? Like, why, why would you do that? I don't don't understand some of the things that people post. Angry with the consequences. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But no, I've never had that experience. How about you? As soon as you've ever. Uh oh! Really. There was a stripper (laughs) one time and there was a long. Well, there's, I feel like. My generation, uh-huh. a lot of people are getting into OnlyFans. Okay. I mean, I'm not hiring any of these people or anything like that. A lot of them don't even live in the... Is it you? Do you have an OnlyFans account? <laughs> Dude, say, are you selling feet I, pictures? I, 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 I tried to tell, tell me something. No, <laughs> Is that you just throwing I, out here to get our reaction? 
<laughs> to, to Gabe. Follow me on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> at No, but I feel like that's that's a really trendy topic right now. Yeah. The OnlyFans? The OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. I, from what I hear, you can make a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money off of it. Is that something that you'd ever... <laughs> you Are you trying? I feel like you know you're trying to get me into your OnlyFans <laughs> yeah. underground yeah. stuff you got going. I don't know how much you make. How much? How much can I make selling feet pics? Right. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Guy feet you know. Guy feet pics. You I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anybody's. But isn't that? I don't know how much we can talk about OnlyFans on here, but <laughs> if we can, get, nothing. We can edit it out if it, if it, Jeff will make that decision. <laughs> I mean, they're not really bad. Uh, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we know what Jesus does in his personal Yes, channel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no, you know, the whole social media, what you do in your personal life is your personal business. Yeah. And I've had this experience but, before where people come into my office and they, and, they, and they tell me something about their personal life. And mm-hmm. I'm listening to them. And then after they're done, they kind of look at me. And I'm like, why are you telling me that? Right, okay. But, but if you say what you do is, you know, your own thing or whatever. But yeah. what if, you know, outside of Forge Industrial yeah. Staffing, outside of what you guys do. Right. Say somebody works at a school. Yeah. Right? But yeah. outside of that, they're doing OnlyFans stuff, targeting yeah. kids that are but under... But now, you're influencing what happens at work. How is that? So, uh, for your example, you're yeah. working at a school. Okay. I'm working around kids, and I'm targeting kids. So now, there, there's this, okay, what, what exactly is the goal here? Oh, Should we be saying. worried with this person mm-hmm. targeting these children... And now working with children, should should that be something that we look into? Is that something we they, should talk about? If they didn't stalk their social media, they would never know that. They would yeah, never you're right, know. 100%. So how do you get around that? Mm. Again, if it doesn't influence me at work, if I don't know about it at work, I'm not looking into it. Right, yeah, right. I'm not looking. Now, if I hear something going on and it's starting to impact what's happening at work. And these are for internal employees. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about people that I work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. colleagues, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So if you know I've got something going on in the office and now I'm hearing these rumors or you know it's in, it's 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 interfering with the actual productivity of the work. Mm-hmm. So for example, somebody posted something on social media that offends somebody at work. Okay. And uh, and now it's starting to interfere with them too. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get into the middle of that. I'm going to have to uh, interrupt that and see what's going on. What okay. exactly is happening, well, you know, it's not necessarily like you believe what you want to believe in your own personal life, mm-hmm. but why? Why exactly is it bothering this person? And I try to I try to get into the middle of that so that I can get rid of that problem. Yeah, yeah. and I and I give a warning to both parties. Yeah, you know, yeah. if this is going to be a problem, if you're going to bring this into work, I need you to stop, and I need you to understand that this is something that he. If you have a problem with this in his personal life, he's not bringing it to work. Get off his social media. Okay, you know, and I don't want to hear either one of you talk about this ever again. And if this becomes an issue, both of a, both you guys are going to have a problem. Okay, so if it. it in that aspect, yeah, I'll get I'll get into the middle of it. But if it's not really doing anything to the company, if it's not really doing anything to anyone at work, do you, man? <laughs> you, know, you sell those feet pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do whatever you got to do to make it happen. If that's your side hustle, <laughs> make it Look, happen. All I know man. is that they make good money. It's not me, though. <laughs> sure. sure, check his tax return. I don't, I, don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I think, uh, I don't know how we're doing on time, but I think we should be wrapping up here pretty soon. We're good, okay. Um, so, and I want to finish off with this, and I asked earlier, and I want to get back to this. Any tips for us? You know, we're just starting off oh. with three episodes in. Um, what, what could you uh, advise yeah. me and uh, Jesus here on, on what we could do to make things better? Um, 
I would start with OnlyFans. I think that's good. <laughs> I think that's a good. Well, we, we, got, a head, was, we honestly, got a head start yeah, on that yeah, with yeah, his scissor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I when I saw the honestly when I saw the the outline of the show, I was gonna say we should. I was gonna suggest we should try to naturally incorporate those things. You mm-hmm. guys did that. You guys naturally incorporated things. You still talked about you know the stuff that you wanted to talk about, but we got to watch videos. We yeah. got to kind of share our personal stories. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, I mentioned earlier, maybe shorten these to 15 minute segments yeah. or, or, or shorter. For sure. Um, I, I like the, I mean, you're only three deep. It's, you know, it's yeah. kind of hard to, to, to say where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess find a goal. Yeah. What's the goal? Yeah. Of the, of the podcast. What's so, the I mean, we both work with a company called Forge Industrial Staffing right now. That's our, our sponsor. Yeah. Right. Um, and we both love what we do. We're recruiters mm-hmm. um, and we're out here trying to find people work. Um, so if you're looking for, for work, yeah. come to Forge Industrial Staffing. Hey, there you go. But, you know, the, the point of this podcast is not like, it's not a commercial mm-hmm. for our we company. We want to be separate from Forge Industrial Staffing. Yeah. But we also want to be like. But we want to talk about what we know. What we know yeah. working in that industry. Yeah. Okay. So as recruiters, you know, we really want to focus on that work environment. Okay. You know, whatever work environment you're in, it's not just the industrial. Sure. Um, whatever work environment, that's really our goal is your experience at work. What do you do at work? Talking about, the, you know, different situations with Karen. If I was going to, okay, but if I was going to make a synopsis, this yeah. is what the show is about. This yeah. is exactly why people are going to come back to listen to this. What yeah. would you say that is? Even in a sentence, if you could describe the show. Will and his suits. I'm just playing. I'm just <laughs> I would say that anything that has to do with like work related stuff. Like okay. I don't think that there's a podcast for just like work stuff. Well, and if you think about it, you spend more time at work than you do with your family. You know, mm-hmm. that's the case in my in my life. And I think the majority of the people spend more time at work than with their family. And so we have a lot to say about work, whether you're complaining or you're blessed and mm-hmm. you love your job. Sure. So we do want to kind of focus on that. We want we want this to be something where people can listen to it and say, that's exactly what I went through at work. Okay. That's exactly my job. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what, what I went through. And there's, oh, there's somebody talking about that. That's sweet. There's, there's a podcast I can listen to and they're talking about the experiences that I have at work. And so that's kind of what we want. We want to have a place where people can come and leave comments and talk about their experiences and we can share that with people as well. So that's kind of, if we had to have a goal, it's talking about work, okay. what happens at work and, and the different experiences that people have at work. Okay, I like it. Is that good enough? Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I so like, we, I like we're it. We're in. <laughs> you just, yeah, no, you just got to have a, a direction and, and a reason that you want people to come back and don't force it. Yeah. Don't ever force, you know, if, if there's a topic or a subject that doesn't fit or yeah. it doesn't feel like it's going to work, just move on. Yeah. Let's go to the next thing. For sure. Uh, I like the the video aspect of it. I, does that play on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I like so that a lot. A little Spencer. Once again, you're gonna put the video right about here, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. So, so does this go somewhere? Does this go on social media? Does YouTube, go- Facebook. So I mean, eventually we'll get it out there. Uh, yes. We're three episodes and we haven't posted anything okay. yet. So right. we're trying to get at least four or five episodes in um, before we start posting. That way we have you know something to actually post. I think, um, we'll, I think we'll get the first one up pretty soon. But yeah. Yeah. And I know you're not a big social media guy, but it's it's a it's a huge get tool. out there. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that? yeah. It's a huge tool. Jesus will make it happen. I mean, even if, <laughs> I don't know if you can put it on the website, but if you can put it on the website, put it on the website. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, even with with iHeartMedia, you know, we put it. Everything goes on the website. Everything goes on. You want to improve your podcast? Start listening to podcasts. Yeah. 
improve by listening to podcasts. So mm-hmm. right now I do listen to when podcasts around, quite often. Find you know, one that you, you want to be, he's 100% right, find one you want to be like. Okay. Maybe I do the exact same thing, but take, same with, with what I did coming up in radio, as I would work, I've worked with many different morning shows, many different program directors, many different uh, big bosses. Yeah. And I've always tried to take something, even if I didn't, you know, necessarily work the best work with this person, or there was, you know, or they were my favorite. Yeah. I would take things from, I learned production from this person, right. and I learned you know, how to, to use a mic from this person. I learned how to use, you know, get better on social media from this person. I just, everything, everything, Yeah. you know, so go listen and, and so take my, it. my biggest thing right now, listening to podcasts, I listen to like smartless, okay. uh, the Conan uh, podcast. And I just like listening to those entertainers mm-hmm. being able to sit down and talk about their work history, talk yeah. about what things that happen like that. So that's kind of what we want to focus on here is talking to people about their work history and what they do at work. Hopefully we'll start taking some calls too, eventually. Yeah, I think that would definitely work out. Well, there you go. So it looks like our well, first episode's coming out nine fifteen. Oh, oh, look at that! That's our plan anyway. All right, look at Will. Well, we want to tell uh, Mike here. We really appreciate your time, man. We really appreciate you no, coming you out here. We know you're a busy man. We know you're out there doing your thing, and we really appreciate. We wanted you to be the first guest because you have your hands in this kind of world, right? And so we wanted to be able to sit down with somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and talk about their job, talk about what they do at their work. Oh, thank and so you. So we really appreciate that time, and uh, we want to give you one last chance to talk about uh, your podcast, Mojo in the Morning. Put in the last plug here, real quick, and slightly messy show. And let people know where they can hear you. Yeah. So uh, every day, weekdays on Mojo in the Morning on 104.5 SNX or iHeartRadio. Um, that is 6 to 10. And then from 11, from 10 30, 11 to about 1, I'm on SNX in middays. And then I'm also on other stations on iHeartRadio. So you can check me out there. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, what am I missing? Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all at on air Mike. I'd stay consistent if I was gonna if I was gonna t- if you're gonna do social media, yeah. have everything be the same. Okay, everything exactly the same. Um, I've always been told too when you're putting a name into those things, almost have it be have the title of it. What's the, what's the title of the podcast? Forging the future. Perfect. That's that that's a great right. title. That's a great title because it explains kind of what it is. It, yeah. it puts in the. It's a great title. Yeah. So I would keep it all the same, so people can find you easily. Okay. Um, so forging the future with Will. Forging the future with Asus. We got it, man. Taking notes. Taking notes. But we really do appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you, John, coming by too, uh, sharing this time with us. But uh, this is Will with Forging the Future. Asus. With Forge in the Future. We got Mike. With Forge in the Future. (laughs) Forge in the Future. And we're up.